telling us to enjoy it while they're young. But our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy anything? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time for a shift. You can be a happy mom. Yeah, it's possible. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not the janitor and the lunch lady. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. I don't have to anything. I get to. And so do you. So let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility and change the effing world. It's all in the way you choose to see it. You're listening to I Get To, the podcast with Brittany Clarkson. That's me. Hey, my friends. If there's one thing I have learned through starting a blog years ago, actually promoting it recently, Um, starting this podcast and an online business in the last year, the one, one thing I have really learned that has been highly influential in all areas of my life is that you have to accept yourself and you have to explore and to understand yourself in order to accept yourself. You see, for the longest time, I went about my life saying, yeah, absolutely. I love myself. Yes, absolutely. I accept myself. But I really didn't because if I had, I wouldn't have put up so many walls and I wouldn't have worn so many masks. I wouldn't have been a different person around everyone in my life. You see, part of showing up um, publicly in the online space and then going out into the world where people have heard me here. I have to show up as one person for everybody. I don't get to fine tune who I am based on who I'm talking to. See, I'm a type nine Enneagram. So I'm a people pleaser. I'm a peacemaker. I, I want to go with the flow in any way possible. I don't want to ruffle feathers. I don't want to openly disagree with anyone. Um, that's just my type. And when I started showing up in this space, it forced me to realize that that's not authentic at all. That's a charade. That's not being true to who I am. That's not letting people see who I am. That's not trusting people to love me as I am. It's not really giving people the opportunity to get close to me and to love me. And I realized I was even doing it with some of my closest people in my life. You see, who I am with my sister is different than who I am with my husband. And a lot of that is just tailored to their interests. 
and their sense of humors. And in some cases, it's like, yeah, of course, you know, some people joke differently than others. Some people are interested in things different than others. Of course, you can tailor your conversation based on who you're with, but you shouldn't be having to edit who you are. And if you are editing who you are, it's because you haven't fully accepted you as you are. I'd love to challenge you today to journal through this, this sort of topic and interest here. Um, I'd love to challenge you to explore your own soul, to get to the root of who are you actually and in what ways are you censoring yourself and editing yourself and diluting yourself to please others. Because you cannot fulfill your purpose if you are constantly giving in to the distraction of pleasing other people. Your purpose isn't to be a people pleaser. Your purpose isn't to just blend in and not make ripples, to not ruffle feathers. Your purpose is to be 100% authentically and organically yourself because you were created perfect for your purpose. Everything you have gone through Everything you have experienced, everything you have learned, every thought that you've had, every desire, it all leads to your purpose. And your purpose is completely unique to you because you are a unique person. Now, one of the key components here that goes into accepting yourself is being content with where you are while hopeful for where you are going. Because we don't fulfill our purpose when we're distracted by negativity, our purpose is fulfilled in the positive. When you are being authentically yourself, if you don't even know what your purpose is yet, leaning in to who you are, leaning into your soul, your deepest depths, and starting to strip away all of the limiting beliefs you have about yourself and your circumstances, stripping away everything you've been told that you realize you have no evidence to support. Um, Just anything you've been told about yourself that's a, a holdback. Stripping all that away and realizing that you are capable of anything. You are designed. You are designed for this life specifically. You are put exactly where you are with the people in your life and the circumstances in your life that you're put for a reason. And once you get comfortable with where you are and realize you don't have to change this in order to start pursuing that purpose, in order to start feeling fulfilled, in order to have a sense of joy in your life, once you get okay with where you are, get grateful for where you are, that is when you will be propelled forward and start walking into your purpose. But you'll never be happy anywhere you go if you're not happy with who you are, where you are right now. Because your happiness isn't really determined by your circumstances. It's a choice that you have to make. You have to choose not to be distracted by all the extra stress that gets thrown into your life. 
You have to choose not to let that be your focus. Those are distractions on the path to your purpose. You have to keep your eyes where you are going. Be content with where you are and how far you've come. Be grateful for your trials. Be grateful for everything you've been given because it's all moving you forward towards that purpose. Start to give yourself grace, as much grace as you give others. Start to pay attention and to track things back to the root. Finding the root of the problem. Being mindful can help to build you in giving yourself grace and giving others grace around you when you realize that there's a deeper cause to everything. What area of your life do you need to give yourself more grace and more forgiveness? Because grace and forgiveness are freedom and growth. When you're not constantly beating yourself up and holding grudges against the things that you've done or experienced, when you let go of what is not serving you, what is no longer helping you, you let it go without holding the resentment, that's freedom. And that's freedom to pursue that purpose. It's space to grow. You're allowing yourself to learn from what you've experienced, to grow out of the dust and the ashes. You're allowing yourself the freedom and the space to become exactly who you are and who you're meant to be. Because you already are who you're meant to be. You just might be buried under a load of crap, but that's okay. Because crap is fertilizer and you're buried because you're a seed. That fertilizer, all that crap is going to help you grow bigger and stronger when you decide to break free, to slip through the cracks and to rise above. Then you'll grow bigger and stronger and bloom more beautifully than ever before. So what area, what area do you need to be working on accepting yourself more? Is it practicing some body love? Is it your body that's got you feeling like you just hate yourself a little bit? Are you feeling ashamed of the way that you physically look? This is the one that trips me up the most because I know that I shouldn't feel anything negative about my body because, I mean, I was told growing up so many times that so many people would be jealous over my body because I never had to struggle to lose weight. What people didn't know is that my health was crap. Like serious gut issues. 
but they really pounded it in my head that it's not okay to be fat. It's not okay to have a little bit of extra weight. So of course I have babies, get extra weight. I'm doing something so beautiful, creating life. And still I cave into the pressures of feeling like, wow, this isn't cool. I should lose weight. Now, of course, because my metabolism, the weight did come off easy. And I'm always afraid to tell people that because I was told people would not love me. People would be mad if they knew how easy it was for me to lose weight. Your weight really doesn't matter. Your health matters. Do what it takes to be healthy. I was not healthy because I was underweight most of my life. It took having babies and gaining 60 pounds during pregnancy to get me to where I needed to be. But I'm not here to talk about weight. I'm here to talk about loving your body, accepting yourself as you are. And yep, I am covered in stretch marks now. And I have to work so hard to remind myself that's not a negative thing. Just because magazines airbrush those off of models doesn't mean that a mom shouldn't have stretch marks. I mean, you got these for a reason. It's not a sign of me not moisturizing enough because, you know, I kept putting it off till tomorrow. It's a sign that my body did what it needed to do to create three beautiful little lives. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Shame does not serve anyone. Shame and guilt, they're D-bags. I don't know how else to describe this. I have a little bit of a cold right now. Just to let you know, if you haven't been able to figure that out yet, shame and guilt. Normally, probably wouldn't say it, but I'm saying it. They're D-bags. You don't need them. Shame and guilt don't serve anyone. They're only here to hurt you, to serve themselves. They thrive on making you feel like crap. Shame and guilt, those don't come from God. Those don't come from the purest source of light. Shame and guilt are garbage. And that's where they belong. If you ever sense yourself feeling shame over your body, guilt over not doing something differently, just put it in the garbage. Okay. And then go and journal or go for a walk and think through it, talk through it, whatever, however you process it and process why you're feeling shame and guilt and how, how can you flip that into a positive experience? Because if I'm feeling guilt, because I didn't moisturize well enough while pregnant, that's garbage. You know, no one needs to feel guilt over having stretch marks. You don't need to feel guilt over having a little bit of extra weight. Like you don't know why you have that. Maybe there's some kind of big divine purpose that comes in play later. Who knows? All your little setbacks tend to be set ups for something incredibly incredible. So do you need me experience? Do you need to be working towards more body love? Is that where you need to accept yourself? Or do you need to work towards some spirit love, some mental love? Do you need to learn to love your brain? All of our brains work differently. And we're all set up to try to learn the same way, like through the public school systems. And some kids have brains that really work with the public school system. 
mine did. I'm great at standardized tests. I'm not great at long-term retention. I, I got A's on so many standardized tests in schools, but I could not tell you any of that information now because I studied to pass the test and then I forgot it, but I was an, I was a good student. <laughs> I was good at that, but some kids weren't good at that. And I think it gives you this whole feeling throughout all of life that there's something wrong with you, that you must be dumb or that your brain doesn't work right. And we use labels like, you know, having ADHD because you you have a squirrel brain. You can't pay attention. You can't do this. You can't do that instead of focusing on the positives of having a brain like that. Like, I remember throughout school, autism used to be looked at as such a negative thing. And even today, I know a lot of people look at it like, oh, it's a disability. It's a setback. But really, all it means is that you don't fit into that form that was created for someone else to fit into. I fit into standardized testings. Other kids didn't. Other people don't. And that's fine. I was able to I was able to do that, to sit, to pay attention. I didn't even always pay attention. I just figured out how to pass the test. You know, that school system was designed for a brain that worked the way mine did at that time. So I did great. But if it wasn't designed for you, it didn't fit you. It's like trying to wear shoes that don't fit. It doesn't mean your feet are awful. It means they don't fit the shoes you're trying to fit them into. They're just a different size. They just work a different way. You have to see the positive light in all of it. Like, yeah, I know, I know one of the main stereotypes of, of autism is that like socially autistics tend to be behind the norm. But so what? Not everyone has to be great at socializing. A lot of people with autism are incredibly talented in so many other ways. Like, um, great at math, <laughs> like beyond brilliant with math. It's like, so what if you can't have a normal, I'm using air quotes on that normal conversation with somebody. If you can do math like that, like you just weren't designed for public speaking. Maybe you weren't designed for networking with others. You were designed to do incredible things in mathematics. You have to find what you're good at and don't let any of those labels that get thrown on you scare you away from fulfilling your purpose. Don't let the labels be a distraction. The la- If the labels aren't serving you, throw them away. They don't matter. Like, you do what works for you. Throw out the garbage that's not working for you. And go fully. Go fully towards your purpose. Do you need to be practicing some more spirit love? Do you need to just get in tune with who you are in your depths? Because if you're not loving your soul, it's because you don't know your soul. If you're not loving who you are in your deepest depths, then you're just distracted by the layers of crap that have been put on you. You're distracted by the labels. You're distracted by your past. You're distracted by 
the limiting beliefs you have that say you're not enough for something, where did those beliefs even come from? You're distracted by the negative thoughts that you have about yourself that are recurring again and again. The imposter syndrome that tells you you're not qualified. And if you've been called to something, you're qualified. End of story. Thanks so much for sticking through this episode with me. Um, I don't know how easy it's going to be to listen to me with my with my cold voice going on here. But I just wanted to offer you in the link below, in the description of this episode, I will have an affirmations download with my meant to bloom everyday affirmations. Um, hopefully some of those will help you in some of these areas of growth that you're working towards. Let me know. Email, Instagram, whatever. Um, let me know what what self-love goal you're working towards right now. Um, Oh, speaking of self-love, I have a self-love starter kit. Um, I'll link that below too. Um, That's available through Etsy right now. Um, I'll link that in the description. Go check that out. It is 21 pages to help you love yourself better. Um, As always, rate, review, comment, share, Um, when you know something, it's your responsibility to share it with your friends. So if this episode was at all helpful to you, share it. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for being you.